This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, Georgie, check for Dadsy, you in? Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. <laughs> only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery free in terms supply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Leicester City have a penalty kick in the six minutes of injury time. Injury time, injury time. Knockout takes, Almunia saves, knockout follows in, Almunia saves again. And now Wapner on the counter attack. Forestieri. Oh, I don't believe this. Here's Hawk. Dini. I do not believe what I've just seen. Troy Dini has scored from a Leicester penalty that was saved by Almunia. Do not scratch your eyes. Good afternoon, everybody. Oh, dear. Oh, dear, oh, dear, oh, dear. Where do we start with that one? Well, first of all, whatever you want to think, this is the uh, uh, the arena, if you will, for you guys to come on and say whatever you want to say following Watford 2, QPR 3. A lot of interesting stuff to take in there. Obviously, a return of Star and Pedro to, to the lineup. Be interesting to get your thoughts on them. Um, also, the removal of Craig Cathcart, formerly captain um, uh, this season, quite a bit, and the introduction of Cabaselli and Sierra Alta um, in a back four rather than a back three or a back five or however you want to call it, which is sort of interesting. You can pick the bones out of that as we go forward. It's it's yeah, it's been a strange, strange week, and obviously we've got another week ahead left. Obviously with the transfer window so it'll be interesting to see what we think about today a lot has been discussed about needing a right wing back to play rob's preferred formation of a three four one two or three five two whatever you want to call it and today one of the one of the people who was suggested for that particular position ethan laird was with the opposition if you heard the preview podcast we asked about him and he hasn't really pulled up many trees but the counterpart today obviously being our our friend mario gaspar be good to get your your thoughts on uh, on him and the rest of the defence um, as we go forward. Justin, your uh, your cough would suggest that you're ready to perhaps interject with a thought, a comment or an observation for the day. Oh, well, where do you start with that? Was that goal genuinely written off for an offside or something? Or was that a perfectly good goal that got chalked off? I haven't seen any replays or anything, but I don't. I remember seeing very much wrong with that when it went in. Um, That's the first thing. Uh, I haven't. Uh, my other half, who's good enough to uh, collect myself and my son from the game, said that according to Three Counties Radio, uh, Saar was marginally offside in the build-up or, or when the shot was taking place, but the shot didn't go anywhere near him. So the, from, from the goal angle, um, it, it's, it's contestable, but it'll be interesting to see those people who have a chance to take a look at it. Obviously, we're busy talking about this here, but if you, if anybody gets a chance to see any replays, see any read-ups on it, and you want to kind of contradict that point or that observation, feel free to do so. So just 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 let us know at any point. The other thing that was suggested was that actually there, you know, the uh, the the penalty call, which was on Kamara. Now I'm in the uh, I'm in the family stand at the far end of the Vicarage Road end, so a long way away. Anybody who was in the rookery and saw that, was it a foul? Should it have been a penalty that Saar could have then turned up and rolled to the keeper's left? Who knows? We shall see. We shall see. Oh, yeah, true. That's a good point. I mean, Saar was largely anonymous. They didn't seem to be wanting to push anything down that right channel. They all seemed to be going through the left. 
Jasper is about as useful as a pair of sunglasses to a man with one ear, in my opinion. I'm not seeing anything positive from Gaspar. It was one of those games. I mean, I think a three-all draw might have been fair, but QPR handed it to us, mate. They, they, they played really well. I'm very concerned because there doesn't seem to be many options for turning that around at the moment. Again, this is, this is for everybody else's views to come in. My observation, which is, which, and this is just, if this is just me, tell me, tell me I'm wrong. I'm more than happy for anybody to have a, a position or an opinion that is contrary to mine. Happy days, in fact, if we do. What happened with the? I mean, the first goal was a massive deflection. It, there was a huge slice of, yes, unfortunate, but there was also a one of those moments where it felt like one of those scenes in the Matrix where time stands still, and you know, you think, well, okay. That's taken a long time to go towards, oh, no, it's a goal, which is yeah. always frustrating. But they happen. We know it. We've, anybody who's followed Watford, uh, Watford or, or football for any period of time knows that's going to happen. But we'd had a good sense. We'd had a good kind of um, pattern of play up until that point. But we are so vulnerable when we've had the best of the play still. You know, it, we, we just always seem to be very, very vulnerable. And the thing that, that gets me, and here's my observation for, for the day, was whenever we get the ball on our possession, we play around that horseshoe that horseshoe at the back and then up to the wingers and then back again and kind of around. And we're taking so long that when we say about QPR playing well, QPR sat in, they bulked out the central areas and only would push out wide once it once it went there. So they always congested the play and we didn't have enough movement up front for us to play a ball, a, a reasonable forward. And also we didn't have in Cabaselli and Sierra Alta players whose real strength is their distribution from the back. So it kept moving out, kept going mm. to the fullbacks. Not an awful lot. Not an awful lot. The, I think the, the um, I think Aspria, Aspria made a massive difference when he came on, I think, because I think Manai was looking a bit kind of his usual self. And I think Aspria made a massive difference when he came on, uh, is one of my observations. I think he's a, he's going to be one of our key players, even though he's only about 18. He just looks really, really good. Sorry to interrupt your flow. No, there, no, Pete, no, no, just... no. I, like, I, I liked him a lot. I didn't think he influenced it as much as I would have liked to have seen him be able to do. But as you say, he's very, very young. He's very, very small. He's going to grow into this this position. The, the, I think the Espria that we're looking at at the moment, in a year to two years' time of, of uh, championship and fingers crossed still, obviously, premiership football will be an interesting thing to see. Um, my, my other observation, which I wanted to go to, and again, this is kind of contentious, but I would love to know what people think. Uh, Neil, Uncle, Wendover, Brett will be coming to you very shortly. Paul will be coming to you next. Was and I don't know if anybody else saw it, but Kamara pushed on the uh, pushed on and absolutely left a gaping hole at the left back position. And what happened was we gave the ball away, and he was high up the pitch, and they exploited really quickly the space that was there for them. Whereas when we got it, we didn't exploit. When the turnover happened, the transition of the ball, we don't tend to exploit that. We tend to get it, keep it, knock it side to side, knock it. And again, they just kind of sit in, which means they're very, they're, they're not very vulnerable, as certainly as much as we might like to think. But hey, we're all going to be kind of a little bit pissed off. We just lost two, three at home, of course. But all opinions are, are valid here. Let's go to one. Paul Turner, sir, how are you? after obviously disappointing home defeat, but uh, what positives, negatives, what are your thoughts today, sir? Um, well, I mean, look, I'm, I'm still on the good ship HMS, um, but it's going to be a little bit more stormy. So um, you can see the defence today um, just wasn't on it. Cabasele, Gasper, they were just, um, they just got caught out too many times with some silly overlaps and some silly mistakes. And um Got a little bit schooled, really, in the dark arts in the championship. I think they got bullied at times, lost concentration, and then we sort of like um, gave a few uh, gave a few soft chances. Really, um, the Kamara penalty shout was uh, from where we were sat in the uh, Elton John stand. Blatant penalty. I mean, he was basically held back like in Dirty Dancing. Um, in my <laughs> eyes, it was uh, it was a blatant pen for the offside. Again, we were sat there. It looked like the linesman, had, I mean, it's hard to sort of like remember, but it looked like the linesman had put his flag up when the cross came in. So it might have been offside uh, in the first place. I could, I could be wrong on it because that linesman never put his flag up at any point in the day until the, the ref had sort of signaled anything. But on that one, the flag was pretty much like waving up um, quite early. So it might have been in the, in, the, in the cross in the first place. But either way, um, just one of those days, um, we were, we were, like you said, we were very slow passing the ball out of defense left and right. So QPR got their shape. And then when they broke, they just found the gaps all the time and, um, they made the most of the space. 
Yeah, and the speed and the pace that they go at is really something. I have to say, if we if we do sell Pedro or Sar, I would I would love to see us go and buy Chris Willock from QPR. He was a pain all day, and he was as close to to to, to a kind of a Pedro that I've seen in the Championship this season. We we did have the the preview show with uh, a gentleman called Richard Honey, and if Richard's listening, congratulations, sir. Hope you enjoy your win. Um, and he called him out as their talisman, and I didn't think he disappointed. I thought he caused us all sorts of problems and would certainly be one to go after. I think Richard is listening, and I think he might come on. I did speak to him on the way back to say, are you going to come on? And he said he might, so he, he possibly is lurking. Lurking at the back post, ready to put it in. When has that ever been the case? Thank <laughs> you, Paul. Great stuff. Thank you very much indeed. Let's go to uh, to Neil, Mr Silverstein, sir. How are you doing? Yeah, relatively well, thank you, gentlemen, yourself. Yeah, you know, mm. it, it's it's one of those where it was a it, it was at least a contest. I just thought that we didn't turn up for periods, but you know, hey, it's a game of football that happens. We weren't going to go through this season without coming undone at some point, but uh, it's about as ever how we react to it, I suppose. But what were your thoughts? Well, for me, the, the worrying bit is we don't seem to be a team with an identity. Um, I think if you look at it, we're We've got a couple of individuals that have star quality that can turn games. If they don't turn up, we're limited. Um, and that, that was, for me, that was totally exposed. You know, the game plan that QPR came to us with, and you touched on it earlier, we bomb forward with um, disregard to, respons- uh, to defensive responsibilities that they knew that the gaps were going to appear when Kamara flew on. And yeah. they, they knew exactly where to go to exploit the weakness. We didn't have that. And my worry is, that's something that the coach should be bringing to the team. And, you know, you talk about the team spirit and everyone's always said what a great spirit is and how Rob gets them all going and the rest of it. Unfortunately, when it goes on the pitch, I've yet to see and uh, what our identity and what our structure is. So how should we be playing? It just seems to be a bit blind. And it's, you know, you're right. The, 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 from defence, we don't transition the, the ball quickly. We play it through the thirds. And it's just a case, get it to Pedro Sarr, or whoever, and see what they can do. And, and that just seems a bit of a blind bet, really. I mean, Minaj, uh, God knows if if he's ever going to hit any sort of form, but he's probably going to hit form before he hits the back of the net because he just doesn't look a threat. And where where is the goal threat coming from? We don't look threatening from set pieces. We don't look threatening from open play. We don't seem to have patterns worked out. And that, for me, is, is, is a massive, massive worry. I mean, Take away the fact that lead is everything that we need, and that Gaspar's not. I mean, how anyone thinks that that's actually, that that from a footballing perspective, we chose Gaspar over lead. That's absolute bollocks, right? Mm. It, it, it's and unfortunately for me now, that's he's starting to undermine the trust in Edwards with some of the some of the the, the narrative that's coming out of the club. It, it's just inconsistent. You know, and, I, and I'll, I'll leave Ron to talk about the financials and the, the transfer dealings, etc. Et oh, it's, Uncle it's, will be on in no time, no doubt. I can't wait for that. It, it's, it's just, where is the coaching coming from? Because football is a team sport, right? And in the championship, we'll go up with an element of consistency and uh, the ability to play together and, and play through when, you know, Sirielta or Cabaselli has a... Has a a bad game that they seem to have quite a bit. But when you play as a team, you can cover that. For me, the only shining light today, I mean, Calgary was outstanding, right? Just doing the very simple stuff and just keeping us going. But I don't know. I, I, let's see what happens. Was it Tuesday night? And see if there is any sort of like reaction to that. But I was looking for a reaction from Milton Keynes game and we didn't get it in a positive way today. Sorry, Neil, you're kind of uh, coming a bit a bit mute there, sir. So uh, uh, thank you for that. No, I, I, you know, all reasonable. I think the, uh, I think my, my frustration as well was when we were moving the ball very, very slowly. One of the things we seemed to be intent was going down one side, and then we're going to go and switch the play, and we're going to, you know, kind of go. We moved the play so slowly from player to player to player to player to player, um, and there was a couple of times when we tried a, a crossfield ball, and it worked an absolute treat on one occasion and then other times yes they executed it poorly they played it behind etc but we really need to move the ball with a bit of tempo as much as we possibly can now i am going to go to i'm going to be coming to you in a minute uncle sorry for keeping you waiting there but we are going to bring in a a a friend of the pod from the from the opposition there richard if you uh see at the bottom of the uh left you've got a little microphone button 
And if you press that, you should be able to uh, uh, to, to come on and say hello. Richard, I, I put you on speaker. There you hello. go. Hello. Hello. Hey, Richard. Hey. Yes. Richard. How you doing, mate? Yes. Go on. Easy. Go on. Easy. Easy. <laughs> <laughs> what, a, what a great bank holiday weekend. Oh, go on. Enjoy it. Enjoy I've... it. I have to say, I have to say, there were... Prior to the game, there were rumours that the and I, and I believe, as uh, as Justin mentioned earlier on, that you, you're no great fan of of, of Luton Town either. No. And the refer the referee was objected to by both teams, <laughs> and also he he turned up wearing orange, uh, which I thought was somewhat provocative. Yeah. But, but nonetheless, nonetheless, sir. Well, go on. He, what are your thoughts? Well, are your thoughts our, our fans are not a fan of the ref either, Stroud, and uh, we got away with one today. Let me tell you. That was a perfectly good goal. That should have been your third goal. And it was coming. So uh, we got away with that today, I thought. And, I, and I've got to say, I thought it was a draw. Um, I said during the week it would be a 1-1 draw. I was I was surprised that we actually looked a bit of a threat going forward with Chair and Willock as, as much as we did look. And uh, yeah, hands off Willock. I thought Willock looked really good today. No, 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 no. We're going to come and have Willock, I think. I think that's the only thing we can take from today is it was an excellent scouting mission to go yeah. and uh, go and have a look. You, you called him on, uh, you know, uh, during midweek. You said yeah. he is our talisman. Yeah. And he absolutely lit up the plate. Yeah. Um, for, for me, he was a real sort. And I could see, exactly see why your enthusiasm to him. Uh, yes, Chair, but he's got slight less dynamism. He's slightly yeah. less caustic yeah. to the opposition because I think Willock is, is not averse to a wind-up, which is fair enough, all good. Yeah. In love and more. Yeah. Um, a very good poster. Congratulations on the win. Well done, yeah. sir. And thank, thank you so much for coming on and giving us the view from the opposition because it's been excellently well received and uh, and, and some compliments, which let's face it, you'll get you'll have got prior to the game, you're probably not gonna get any after. So you know, <laughs> go go and enjoy it while you can. Can I just can I just say I thought um Watford did look good actually. I know that you all you guys are disappointed. I know you all wanted to win and um I, I think that on paper you should have won, but um you looked all right, honestly. You'll be okay. You'll be you'll definitely be right up there at the end of the season. You know, for us, I'm just gonna enjoy tonight, as you know. Uh, but you'll be right up there, I promise. You you're all right. You you're doing well. I thought you played well today. I know you were disappointed, but you did all right. You didn't do that much wrong. It's just we got lucky today. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna get one of those results at some point this season. Richard, thank you so much for coming right. on for the match preview with with, with real short notice. Really, right. really appreciate it. And thank no you for problem. coming on after. I really, really appreciate that as well. Lovely. Good to speak to you. Cheers, Richard. You take care. Bye. Have a good now. We'll be in touch soon, Richard. See you later, mate. Ta-da. There's Richard. In answer to uh, to, to Frenchie, who was asking, why have we got a QPR fan on? We don't mind having opposition fans on if they want to come on and, and say something. We'd also spoken to. French and he recorded a pre uh, the the, you know, the preview game uh, to us uh, and and he came on and I thought was uh, was you know very very balanced in terms of his uh, his face up. So this is the place for all opinions. And speaking of that, Uncle Sir, you know the drill. If you'd like to hit your uh, your microphone button, providing that nobody in Twitter has banned you in the last five seconds, <laughs> that would be great. How are you? I'm furious, Peter. Absolutely furious. I I don't like losing to Queens Park Rangers. I have an acquaintance who uh, is a big QPR fan. He'll be reveling in it today. So not happy. Not happy. And um, everything I said has come true, Peter. This is not true. This is not true, Ron. I listened to your uh, your first question on WDAC, and you said three one, and it was three <laughs> two. I I grant you, I'm being pedantic, but I got you on one at least. Go on. What, what did you say yeah, that's come true? <laughs> well, the defence. I mean, it, it's shameful, and uh, especially Mario Gaspar. Um, and it's not hindsight. I said it when he was signed. There's a reason why Villarreal cancelled the final year of his contract. Because they didn't want him anymore, and they're probably absolutely thrilled that someone else could. And I've been accused of conspiracy theories, so... Um, let me say another one, which isn't a conspiracy theory, <laughs> right? Great, great answer. I think Mario Gaspar joined Watford Football Club as part of the Kiko Feminia deal and that uh, Watford had to give him two years as a sweetener. And that's my theory. That's my theory. You can call it a conspiracy. But he is so uh, utterly unfit for purpose that that could be the only reason why he signed. And again, that would be fully on the owner who prioritises player trading, is happy to bring in fantastic talents, let me say fantastic talents, such as João Pedro, 
Espria, Richarlison in the past, but willfully neglects the, the defence. Happy to have the execrable, uh, I don't know if I even said that properly, a Cabaselli in centre defence, who has been at the club for nearly seven years and is a dreadful, dreadful, dreadful player. And it is willful from the owner. So he needs to sell the football club because to me it's very well, sad. Hang on, no, it's, no, it's not a real no, club. It's Rupert, not a real Rupert, club. Rupert, it's a Rupert, player what, trading Rupert, vehicle. Rupert, what he needs to do yeah. is buy some central defenders. I don't think he needs to sell the club. Well, I agreed. Sure, he can, if he brings in some central defenders and the new right back, then then you've got a very valid point. But there's only a few more days left of this window. As a question, Rupert, as a question, yes, sorry, sir. Yes. And, and, and this, this all ties into a little bit of this right wing back scenario. Today we played a 4 2 3 1. And yes, Manai got injured and we had to shuffle about. We, we lost a bit of that shape, but we suddenly went to a, we went to a four at the back. And for the first time this season, we, we scored two. Uh, we probably looked a lot better going forward than we have done. But at the back, I agree with you. We looked bloody awful, to be quite frank. Uh, they didn't have that many opportunities to, to score, but, but, but when they did, they, they cut through us pretty reasonably. Here's the question. We don't have a right wing back. The right wing back option is the most left footed player that we, we know. We all know that, that Hassan Kamara has been playing in there. Did we switch to a four at the back because of a lack of wing back option? Or did we change to a four because basically we kind of need more going forward? Therefore, we can't really afford to have that player at the back if we're going to have some attacking intent. What are your thoughts? I don't know. I'm not the manager. I don't know what what his thinking was. All I can see is that certain players are not fit for purpose. They're a disgrace, an okay. absolute disgrace. No other club in the top two divisions of English football gives Mario Gaspar a two-year contract, just like no other club in the top two divisions of English football gives a visibly overweight Danny Rose a two-year contract and brings in players who there's no way Rob Edwards wanted Manage and Bio. There's no way on this earth he wanted them. It's, it's players brought in to sell on and sod the rest of the team. Well, there you go. Fair enough. My opinion, as, as you don't have an opinion on that, uh, uh, Ron, in terms because you're, you're right, you're not the manager. I think we gave up defensive solidity here to go and push a little bit forward. And I don't think the balance is right, and I don't think the personnel is right either. I think Justin's right, we, and, and you are right. We do need to bring in more solidity. We had Courtney Howes on the bench today. Uh, it had been judged that he wasn't ready to uh, to, to jump in to, uh, to the playing squad, so he's kind of sitting there. And waiting for it. Vinny coming to you, Brett, we're going to come to you, and Jay Solo, we are going to be coming through to you. Uh, we're going to take a look at also some five word match reviews and some questions as we go. In the meantime, let's go across. We've had balance on one side, let's have balance on the other side. Uh, Greg, Mr. Wendover Horn, sir, what are your thoughts after, after losing to somebody, you know, and you are somebody who dislikes losing to QPR just as much as Ron does? What are your thoughts post match? Yeah. Hiya, Pete. Hiya, Just. Um, yeah, I, I I can't be positive tonight, if I'm honest with you. I can't be positive. Uh, uh, what? You tell, you tell what? us how you're feeling. No, 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 no. no, no, no. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Guys, before, before you start, on occasions, there are people who come on Twitter and say, oh, somebody's changed their mind, like they've won an argument. Yeah. An opinion is allowed to be changed, and it can change back again at either time. We are here to hear what your opinion is at this moment in time. No judgment, no recourse. What are you thinking, sir? Well, before I kick off, somebody heard my voice outside the ground today. And to know, are you the guy that talks on that? Do not scratch your eyes. They said, I've listened to pods for years, and it, do not scratch your eyes is now, in their opinion, the go-to Watford pod. And, well, God bless them for that. And God bless I said them. I'd give him a shout out. His name was Akash Ravel, and his mate was Harry. So uh, superb. So they said, but he was, but he was the spitting image of Carl James. I bet. <laughs> no, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> I really can't stand QPR, and uh, they they got yeah they got lucky today. However, we didn't play very well. You know, for me, Gaspar isn't awful, but he's playing in the wrong position. He has got. I can't see why we don't play him in in a three on the right side, on the right hand side, because I think the, the Villarreal guys said uh, he's a good. Def, his defensive awareness is very good. 
uh, but he's no wing back and he's no full back anymore. That's where he should be playing. Cabaselli, yeah, he was stuck out on the left. He's not left. He, he was awful, wasn't he? Absolutely awful. I think if it means, well, how can I put this? I would rather sell Sar if it if it means we're not going to get a poacher. So what I'm saying is, if they're not going to bring in another forward, if we keep what we've got, I would rather sell Sar. And, and Sar's rapidly becoming a luxury player. Yeah, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah, I, I'd rather I'd rather sell him and get a fox in the box and Adam Armstrong, um, an Archer, a whoever, Jamal Lowe, whoever. We need we need a fox in the box. And we also, Ronnie's right, you know, he is sometimes right. We need a right wing back badly. Rob plays a system and Rob has said, oh yeah, I'm adaptable, I'm adaptable. But he'd rather play, he'd rather play uh, with, with wing backs. And you cannot play with your best wing back playing on the wrong, wrong side. I saw nothing wrong in that lad today. I think he would have done us a job. He would have done us a job. And why we pulled out of the deal or only made an inquiry or whatever, he, he would have been better than what we've got. Yeah, going forward, we look okay, but we also don't control the ball in the middle of the park either. Hamza is great uh, at, at the foot of at the foot of that. What am I trying to say? At the front of the base of the midfield. Base of the midfield. But we've got no control in there. We need some control in there. I think we need three signings before before Wednesday. I think we need a right a right wing back. We need somebody. We need some legs in midfield that can control. And we need a fox in the box. If we don't get those three, I don't think we'll go up. And and I would sacrifice Saar for those three players. Hi, this is Jay Demerit, and you're listening to the Do Not Scratch Your Eyes podcast. Vinny, in Dallas, uh, did you see the game uh, as it was internationally broadcasted via the Hive or something? Yeah, yeah. I, I was, can you hear me? We, I can hear you indeed. And then we're going to be coming to Brett after. Nice. Far away, sir. How are you doing? Yeah, so I watched the Hive live, but... Yeah, I, I think Uncle Ron posted it was like the the audio was like a split second above ahead of the video. That kind of stunk, um, so I had to listen to it on mute. But uh, I, everyone's saying with these transfers, yada yada. Mm-hmm. I don't really need to repeat the obvious. Uh, what kind of players we need, and that Cabaselli needs to be riding the pine. But needs to be what? Sorry, he's riding the pine. Oh, it could be like an American phrase. That means just like staying on the bench. Uh, got yeah, got yeah. I was thinking, what? Okay. Uh, yeah. I mean, it was this another American reference. I don't know if you guys know who Luka Doncic is, but basically, this team reminds us like there's one star player, and it's clearly Jao Pedro. I mean, he was brilliant today once again, so good. Um, but it's just there's just nothing there. Like Minaj, you guys were saying he he tore his groin basically running. That that was that was pretty dreadful. That like he was trying to cut it back into Sar. Horrible. And then Kiembe, I don't think anyone's talked about Kiembe. Clueless out there today, not not really too good. Um, but I guess Luza will come in, so uh, not really an issue. But yeah, I don't know. It's just like we're like lost out there. But Gal Pedro is just so good. No, that's 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 all reasonable. I mean, in the stadium, I didn't think Kiembe did particularly great. I didn't think he had the 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 worst game. He had the opportunity, obviously, which he which he which he put away. But that doesn't highlight. The fact that in the midfield, I thought we just got overrun because we didn't move the ball fast, and they just swamped into the area and sat 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 centrally with uh, cluster, you know, kind of loads of clusters of players in there, made it made it really bad. But um, nobody got a grip on the game in that centre, kind of moving forward, which is which is obviously a shame. We obviously want that. That's absolutely right, Vinny. Thank you very much, sir. Brett, sir. Brett. Oh. Ah, now come on. Good this evening. is this is a man. This is a man who has made Greg. Look, uh, look, look, possibly, yeah. uh, <laughs> no, what are Greg your thoughts and I today? Quite aligned, you know, I'm not, I'm what? not like Ed, Ed called me out on Twitter about 10 minutes before we got on spaces as if, as if I'm just going to be blindly positive all no. the time. Look, if anyone has got false nails that I can replace my fingernails with, I was doing a speech to my dad for his birthday, right? Oh. We've got 23 Lebowski's on a holiday doing a speech I come to the, just before the second half I get on Hive Live 
and it's 2-1 and I just I couldn't believe it I couldn't believe the fact that we were 2-1 down my fingernails started depleting from that point onwards did you did you incorporate that in your speech no no he doesn't care that's the funny thing isn't it he doesn't give a shit anyway I will bring some positives because it's my MO okay go on then tell me the positives from today we we scored some goals, didn't we? We scored there you go. we scored some goals, which is you know instead of the nil nil and the one nil, we 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 we're scoring. I am struggling to be positive, to be honest. Nah, <laughs> there you go. That's fair yeah. enough. That's fine. Look, I don't know at what point Espria got bought on because I look at him and I'm like, this is this guy's a genius. He's 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 younger than my my nephews. Like this guy, he he makes stuff happen. It was beautiful to watch him. I'm, I'm thinking there is positives because we've looked more forward-facing. In this game, I only saw the second half, but we looked much more positive going forward than I've seen in the last games. And, you know, it's one of those situations where you're going to lose a game, aren't you? You're going to lose a game. Brett, Hello. Brett what did the, what did the um, uh, footage that you were watching, what did they make of the disallowed goal? I, I thought that was such a wonderful goal, wasn't it? Well, it was a great goal, it but it was inc- disallowed ultimately. I don't understand what, what that offside... I couldn't see how Saar was... Was it Saar blocking the keeper's view? That seems to be what it was I couldn't for. see. That appears to be what it's called I for. couldn't see it at all. Look, it was John Marks and, and Tommy Mooney, so it wasn't exactly... You know, it wasn't exactly a balanced viewpoint. Yes, it's going to be a bit biased, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah. Uh, I, I, they, 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 they obviously called it the same. You know, they said obviously the referee's seen something. Sars blocking the view. Fair enough. Fair enough. That's 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 great stuff, Brett. Thank you very much for that. You're quite right. We did get the two goals, which is more than we scored this season. Here at the famous Sloping Pitch Podcast, we're following the greatest show on earth. But would you like pitch side seats for all the action in Qatar? The heat, the goals, the drama? Well, so would we. But why not join me, Nick Hancock, in Stoke-on-Trent and co-host Chris England in London's SW16. Every game live from England. The famous Sloping Pitch Podcast. We think this tournament could be OK. Sport Social. Jay Solo, let's, let's get you in. Guys, uh, Terry, we're going to be coming to you. Then, Rich, we're going to be coming to you. Sorry you're waiting there. I appreciate you uh, you buying your time. Uh, Jay Solo, what would you like to say, sir? Hi, guys. Yeah, I thought there was a lot wrong and a lot right with today. Uh-huh. Um, I mean, anyone who's watched any QPR highlights or matches know that they've got two good players, Cher and Wellock. Yep. And if you stop them, you, be- you, win- you beat them. And I know, I mean, for, this, for their second goals in the stands and... I called everything that happened, you know. It was so clear that it was going to go down the line, pull it back to Willock, and when you give him time, he's going to score. Um, with their first goal, I mean, obviously it's a freak deflection, but if you let Chair on his right foot, you're going to get punished at the end of the day. So I don't know what we've been doing all week, let, giving them time to sort of basically kill us. Um, and watching Ethan Led, I mean, why didn't someone's got to tell me why we didn't bring him in? Because I thought it was actually, I thought it was quite good today. Well, I thought the ink was on the contract at one point, but obviously it wasn't. It was a done deal, well, wasn't it? I think Ethan led at one point. Well, I don't know, but I don't know what happened there. I mean, what's going on with Keenan Davis? I mean, one minute he's injured, one minute he's ill. I mean, he's meant to be our new talisman man up front, but I, I don't know what's going on there. And, I mean, who let Kiko go? Because, I mean, with, with him, I generally think we would have won today. Well, Kiko had had, I believe, I believe. So please correct me, guys, if you need to. If I'm wrong, keep me honest. Um, had had a had a uh, another kind of baby out there, and his family are out there, and he wanted to be there because for for, for family reasons, principally, uh, to, to to be back out to Spain and reunited with his family after a, a fair few years and some reasonable service for what, but it has to be said. Uh, um, yeah. So he wanted to go, but. You don't necessarily have to swap for the for the you know for his counterpart that that, that you're going to get back if he's not going to fit the the model that your your manager wants to play. Um, definitely, I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure you're right that they are the reasons. But I think we also seem to forget the the days when Kiko didn't fancy it last season. Uh-huh. No, I, very true. I agree, but we basically brought in an OAP with Gaspar. I mean, he ca- he can't run. Um, oh, I mean, um. 
Yeah. Now, I, I did say that we'd gone from a 31-year-old Spanish uh, right back who could who could run to a 31-year-old right back who is who is slower and will sit deeper. He's not there, and that's why I wondered today whether or not we changed to the three at the back because he's really not a right wing back. I know he played the position against Birmingham and providing the build-up is slow, he can kind of get himself forward, but then he's he's going to have difficulty covering at the back because I just thought that taking out that extra centre-back gave us, uh, a, you know, I don't I don't disagree in terms of any of the points around the the defensive recruitment not having been good enough. And there's two ways you can you can kind of solve that. You can coach them into being better players or you can put more players in and around the area, thus condensing the space per, per defender you have in that area, which has worked reasonably well and reasonably balanced, if a little bit less than at- attacking in terms of giving us the balance. Um, it, you know, for, from that yeah, point I of mean, view. Two quick things on that. I think Courtney sure. Hawes, I think he will be a really good player. Like, I think it's Premier League quality anyway. I don't know why Villa got rid of him when they've got a bit of a centre-back problem themselves. And secondly, not sort of our defensive issues and recruitment. I thought the ref, I mean, A, he's a Luton fan, so someone please tell me how he's allowed to referee our games. Wearing orange. Um, oh, that's just, a, that's yeah. just me. I mean, it's taking a mick at that point. <laughs> it is. Um, the KMB's goal, I don't know what's wrong with it. Even a QPR fan came on, it, came on here and yep. said yep. it was a fair goal. Um, and I don't. I haven't heard anyone say this, but that um, Kamara's sort of got pushed in the back in the 90th minute from where we were sitting. It looked like a clear penalty, but it might have been some point of view. Uh, again, uh, but I'm, I'm going on what my wife says, which normally I, I wouldn't do in any circumstances, obviously. But um, yeah, again, I think she was probably listening to John Marks or 3CR um, in terms of saying that it seemed to be a blatant penalty. But we yeah. also had people in the in the rookery end who said that was the case. Um, Thank you, sir. That was great. Great first call. Thank you very much. We've got Rich. We're going to come to you. But first of all, we're just going to go to Carl because, Carl, you're sitting in the rookery stand. Penalty or not penalty there? Uh, 100% penalty. 100% penalty for me. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, um, it, it's been a tough day today. It's um, as, as Just following on from that last caller, we, we've watched a Luton fan come to Vicarage Road and cause absolute chaos out there today. Uh, I'm glad you're not blaming me anymore for my. We, there won't well, be more than three goals. <laughs> I still blame you slightly, mate. But that's you know that's that's a friendly blame. It's, you know that's, <laughs> that's allowed. Um, yeah, it's just the, the referee's an arsehole. Um, he can fuck off, quite quite frankly. But what do you really feel, Carl? What do you really feel? Well, what <laughs> you don't want to know what I really feel? God, human. No, um, I. I I know. Um, I know. A lot of people are saying that we, we, defensively we're we're really poor. But today, I I really felt that in that midfield we just didn't have anyone that got hold of the game in the, by the scruff of the neck. Um, I know at, at times it went really slow in there, and Chowdhury, bless him, you know, slowed it down, but almost too much. We almost need somebody in there that that can read that game a little bit better and just do the dirty work. It, it, um, somewhat, I, I, you know, I know defensively things aren't great, but I, I just today in that midfield it was a little bit frustrating from from where I was sitting. I don't know what anyone else thinks, but there was just nobody in there that really controlled it, and and just uh, there was no flow in that in that central midfield, and I, and I think we we really um, eclipsed the, the midfield today by just playing up, you know, wide and over, and they doubled up on Star. Star was out of the game all day. They, as soon as they do that, you, you're never going to get anything out of Star. And I think any team that comes to Vicarage Road or plays against Watford and there's Star in the team, they they should watch what QPR did today because they they crowded him out, they made him none and void, and and we had to go down the other way, um, which unfortunately for us today didn't didn't pay off. Um, but I but saying all that, Peter, and I, I'm talking to you now, saying all that, the referee is a massive. <laughs> Well, there you go. Tell us what you really feel, Carlos. And you did. Well done. I I have been known to use a speed bomb on occasions. And uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I get get that. Uh, Right. We're just going to come to Rich. Uh, Just before we do, Rich, uh, if you want to hit the the mic button, just a couple of uh, uh, comments from the... uh, from spaces or from the the spaces tweets in here. Ed uh, from Florida. Hey, Ed. His comments, which which I really like this little thread here. It went, Spria fantastic. Pedro fantastic. Sar had spells. Foul for our second goal. I, I, that was down the far end for me, so that'd be interesting to hear about that. 
No offside for KMB. Not sure it was a pen. Uh, and Gary came back and said, Star, anonymous for me. Don't recall one contribution. And then Andy Walsh came on and said, no patterns of play. Three teams in a week have worked us out, beginning to wonder about Rob Edwards. Now, that's a, that's an opinion. That's a comment. So there we go. Let's go to another man who gives us, uh, you know, let's be honest, he, he made a call last season, and the reaction to it was absolutely phenomenal. No build-up for you there, Rich. Hey, <laughs> Rich, how are you, sir? After, I'm good. After, after two, three, one of them. How are you? Come uh, on, I, I'm, oh, well, you're going to have to excuse me. I have um, been in the land of Uncle Ron for the last couple of weeks. I flew in, <laughs> I flew in from Florida at 9 o'clock this morning. I've had about 30 minutes sleep in about 36 hours. And I'm still more alert than Cambuselli and and the rest of that defence. <laughs> we've been all afternoon. I I'm really yeah. I'm hungover. I feel punch drunk. But I've I went to the game. I made sure I was going to go there because once you crash, you crash. And I watched the game. Yeah, there was some bright sparks going forward. Uh-huh. But honestly, the minute I saw Cambuselli was made captain, I started to think, Rob Edwards, what are you doing? What are you thinking? I just don't understand it the guy should not even be in the squad let alone in the team and i hear the guys before me you know saying oh if the transfer window's not closed yet we could still sell sar we could still sell pedro mm-hmm. why why have we got to rely on selling them to bring in a def- couple more defenders yeah we bought in hauser finally we we've needed defenses for five years not five months it's i'm staggered what i'm seeing i i look at pedro yeah, Sar's not not with it at the minute. He's just not there, and I, I understand the frustration of people. Pedro did it. Asprilia looked a decent player, but you gain. You look at the the manager today, and, and Rob's been in there in there now since May. You know, this isn't a the honeymoon period's well and truly over. And don't please don't misunderstand me. I want the guy to be a success, and he has my full support. Cool. But as several have said on here today, QPR knew Watford's threat today, and they nullified it. I know what QPR's threat is. It's Willock and Chair. And I'm not being wise after the event. Anybody that follows closely, they are your two players. Chair had Siri out on, he was like Bambi on ice at times. Mm-hmm. And Willock just ran and ran. And we did nothing, absolutely nothing to stop them. Kayembe and um, Chowdhury are too similar. They both get it. They slow the game down, both of them. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and we've got nothing. Yes, we've got losers to come back. Yes, hopefully Davies is going to be that pivotal full thing in the middle. And and this is quite controversial because I don't like Menage at the front. But I actually think while he was there, we looked a little bit more. We had a shape. We had a focal point. When he went off and he brought Asprilia on, although I, I love Asprilia and he did nothing wrong and he was excellent, we sort of lost that central focus. You had Pedro, Asprilia, Saar, all sort of running into the same sort of spaces. And we didn't have that focal. I mean, you know, that's where Davies is obviously going to be the threat. Um, mm. But I just can't understand Rob Edwards thinking with Cambuselli and what is Pozzo doing? Now, I heard um, Greg say that he's, he's quite within voice. It's all very well, Greg, and I, I applaud you saying spend some money, but he needs spelling out. Spend some money on some defenders. We're, you know, we're three defenders away from being... A promotion team, you know. They're, they're, you know, we've got the firepower. We've got the, we know, we've got it to come in. And um, I, I, I just couldn't believe what I was watching today. I mean, Gaspar, bless his heart. I mean, oh my goodness, if he's the upgrade on Feminaya, when you look at there yeah. on the other side, you know, yeah. I just think, come on, guys, it, it's not rocket science. We can all see it. And you know, we're now going. What we got one week. Less than a week now before the window closes. And, you know, I just, anybody that's sitting out there thinking we're bringing players in, I think you're in cloud cuckoo land. And, and it's just not going to happen. Um, and, and as Uncle Ron and people have said, Pozzo does not spend on defenders. And it's the biggest weakness we have in this club for, for years, not months. And um, so there you go. There, there's somebody that's hung over that is about to put his head down and probably sleep for the next 30 hours. And, <laughs> And I've come back from the football game just shaking my head in disbelief, seeing it live right in front of my face. I have a very good seat in the ground. I've been going too many years to mention, and I watched that today, and I saw a team, yeah, QPR rode their luck. But when you keep going forward and you keep attacking teams, you make your own luck. You know, you shoot, you score. You know, have a shot, get a deflection, it goes in. We don't work their keeper enough. Um, We were unlucky. 
KMB's goal, I thought, was a tragedy to be uh, chalked off. And it was a good shout for a penalty. I agree. I thought it was a penalty, but I'm biased. But it looked a penalty, and we were never going to get anything out of Stroud. And, yeah, the minute he came out in his orange shirt, we all know that, you know, he was, he's, he was up for piss take. But, you know, at, at the end of the day, I'm a bit concerned about Rob at the minute, Rob Edwards. I, I don't think he knows what his best team is. He doesn't know what his best shape is. And we've just got to pray that loser gets fit very quickly, and so does Davis, and we get a couple more defenders in to work to play alongside Hal Orza because um, otherwise we're just going to be plodding along, you know, top 10, and that's to be about it. If that's you on thirty minutes sleep, mate, I wanna. I want you to come on after eight because yeah, I'd like something that he's been on as well. Yeah, <laughs> what a fantastic I, call again! Brilliant. Thank you. Thank I, you. I do particularly love the the, the saying, and, and Ron's ears will be bristling here. Saying, "I've been in the land of Ron," and it wasn't it wasn't just Florida. It was I've, the land of Ron is officially. You've been in Florida. You're jet lagged and you're sleep deprived. I, I, I don't think Ron is all of those things. I really don't. But I enjoyed it. Rich, excellent again. Out of ten. Definitely give you seven and a half as always. <laughs> but if, 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 if do not scratch your eyes is anything, it's a succession of in jokes that everybody goes, What? <laughs> <laughs> There's just another one there. Rich, love we love we love having you on, mate, as regularly as you want to come on because you come on and you just talk sense. Uh, you. You you, and he doesn't sleep. Go on, go, go, go get your <laughs> I'm gonna, head down. I'm going to get some sleep now, don't worry. <laughs> Excellent stuff. Cheers, mate. You take See care. See you Tuesday. Cheers, mate. Bye. Terry, 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 come, come here. Come along. <laughs> Give give us give us some something to laugh about. What were your thoughts today? Did you meet any famous people? That's the no. Um, no, I had to watch it on Hive Live today, so it was good. It well, it, it it we we look good at times, don't we? We look promising. It's just we've got complete polar opposites of players at times. We've got some real ropey players, and then we've got some fantastic players, and we need to sort of even that out. Gasper's not the answer, is he? In that position at all, and far from it. <laughs> Uh, Saar, you know, him and Kiko linked up really well. Kiko wasn't everyone's cup of tea nor mine. And mm-hmm. I do think, um, well done. Sorry, I've got a three-year-old hand- handing me back a half in Calippo. Um, <laughs> um, oh, yeah, this is why we you. come here. This is why we this, come this here. Is why <laughs> I, I, this <laughs> is why we pay Terry the big money. If it's not chip jobs, it's Calippo. Or yeah. OnlyFans, one of the two. Yes, all of the above, all of the above. <laughs> but yeah, I do think, um, you know, we, we gave Kiko a bit of stick, but him and Saar linked up really well. And if we can't find someone to link up with Saar like Kiko did, he's, we, he, we're not going to get the performances out of him, I, re- I really don't think. And I mean, Sema had a relatively good game. I think Cabaselli was maybe put as captain today, maybe as a bit of a trial by Edwards. Um, maybe say, you know, I'll give you the captain's armband, show me what you can do. Obviously, that hasn't worked out, so hopefully it won't <laughs> yeah, happen again. And he did, yeah. <laughs> and um, he did show him, yeah. The, I think the crowd was in good voice today from what I could hear on the telly um, or on the stream, sorry, so bravo to anyone that made it. Um, that was good. Yeah, I just I just hope Pedro stays, um, Star stays, Aspria is going to, be an absolute cash cow for us. I'm sure he's going to be worth 40 million in a couple of seasons. Yeah, it's not all doom and gloom, is it? We've got, there, there is like obviously the, 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 the defensively we're absolutely shocking. We're Serie A was incredible in the air, and he's not bad when he's running. Considering obviously he's quite a tall lad, he can move fairly quickly. Yeah, Cabaselli again, local man, not pleased with that performance. But yeah, I've, I've made, we'll have to just leave it in the hands of um, of the Potsos now and see if they actually sign anyone. We have to see what happens. Obviously, Which is we, dangerous. We've, we've got the the hundredth, you know, kind of year thing at the brick on Tuesday, and then obviously the following. I think it's the following day. I could be wrong. But whenever it is, it's Wednesday or Thursday, when the window in Sky terminology slams shut. That's you dangerous. Know, it's we. Yeah. Well, the the, the question is, is that. Uh, we, we know, and everybody who's come on today has been balanced, but has reflected the fact that we've lost a game 3-2 to a team that we knew what they would come and do, and we haven't stopped it. We haven't really been had enough now. So we haven't moved the ball quickly enough. The, the 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 shape has or hasn't, depending on your point of view, been been changed from what Rob would want to play because he doesn't have the right 
you know, kind of square pegs in square holes to accommodate that. So we've kind of changed it again. Is it working? Therefore, does that mean he doesn't know his best starting eleven, and he doesn't know his best shape because he hasn't got the players to fit his preferred shape and he hasn't got the players for his preferred eleven? We've signed a striker who has played two and a half minutes and then has missed the next, uh, you know, kind of couple of games because he's because he's ill. All of these things feel off and feel strange. We wouldn't be Watford supporters or football supporters if we didn't feel that. We wouldn't feel a, a sense of injustice if, you know, being a Watford fan, if you didn't see uh, uh, Kamara being pushed in the back and a penalty not being awarded by a Luton fan. It's that rich tapestry that we <laughs> have, isn't it? Can I, can I just ask Terry, why do you want Saar to stay? I, I'm intrigued because I, I've said it already on this space. I think he's a bit of a luxury player, to be honest. Yeah, he probably is. But I think if we can get someone to link up with him nicely, like we had with Kiko at times where they sort of did their nice sort of passing uh, triangular moves with the passer moving, sending down the wing and he crosses one in or obviously he's, he's got a good foot on him. I think if we if we can't get somebody like that to link up with him, then he needs to go because, you know, we need to get some money back on him. That's really it, mate, to be honest. He, he, I'd rather so, it's, so it's not really not. Saar staying. It's it's somebody to come in and play with Saar is what you want. Yeah, ideally, it, it's 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 not working at the minute. I mean, again, he was they had what two or three men on him today, didn't they? Um, QPR did did play relatively well at times. To be fair to him, um, yeah. So I think I think I'd rather he was in the team than not. But again, we've we've got to get someone that links up nicely with him. Otherwise, he's sort of pointless in being there today. His performance today was good, but it wasn't life-changing. Um, it didn't this is win it. the game. This is it. I think yeah. you see Sol's name on a team sheet. You think, oh, excellent, Sol's playing. And then you get sort of 90 minutes of him not doing particularly very yeah. much. I see. I think Aspria could play in that position. I think he needs to get a bit more meat on his bones to make him slightly stronger. A bit like how Pedro has, really. Pedro seems to have bulked out a little bit. But the trickery that the, the South American players bring um, and their footwork is, is definitely what we need. But long, you know, long Such may uh, Rob Edwards stay in uh, in the chair because I think there's a few fans pointing the fingers at him already. But I can't think of any players that we've signed that he's definitely come to Watford and said, "I want him, I want him, and I want him." You know, um, I, I think which I is think a shame. Cheers, Terry. Thank you, sir. Really thank good you. stuff there. I think. Um, First of all, a thank you for Terry because he's now basically covered in half a melted calippo, as we all know. Um, you know, <laughs> Peter, Peter, Terry's Peter, prepared, Terry's Peter, prepared to make these sacrifices for us. Go on. Go sorry on, to on. interrupt. Um, Pete, um, sorry, Terry mentioned there the hundred years at the Vic, which I think is a good point to, to bring up. Could you tell everybody what it was like um, at the first game? Because allegedly you were there. So That's if been could, loaded. So if you could tell everybody what it was like, that that would be that would be fantastic because we all want to hear that. That that'd be great. No, 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 that's that's fine. I tell you what, if you bring along your your grandchild to, ah, uh, game, he's gone there, everyone. Then, what then a low blow, be, there you go. low blow, low blow, low <laughs> blow. Don't forget, everybody. Do not scratch your eyes. In jokes and squabbles among the hosts. That's what you're really looking for, guys. Cheers, mate. Mal. Sir, Mal, give us a give us a sense of balance or not, either way you wish. Hi there. Hey, um, mate. Yeah, on a lighter note, I blame the groundsman. If he had watered the area, Pedro's shot would not have bounced onto the crossbar. <laughs> Scott well. Hingley, are you listening? <laughs> <laughs> well, and and he has also, my I think that uh, has my just, yeah. <laughs> cheers. I think. Um, uh, QPR hustled us uh, yeah. to to stop us playing, and um, and on the uh, disallowed goal, I think from where from what I've seen, um, one of our, I think it's Pedro was just a little bit too forward when the ball came across, and the linesman just put his flag up. I think for the offside, and he never touched it. Yeah, yeah. Uh... It's one of those. It gets away. I think. I think it, we, we're going to look at this. And um, I mean, French, you made the point on uh, on the on the actual kind of tweets that came in and said, "Look, you know, um, we've just lost to a local rival, QPR, local rival." Yeah, I think in many cases, people, you know, would would, would put their number two or number three to uh, to Luton. And it's you know, we should be a little bit more hacked off than this. Sorry, French, I'm paraphrasing very very badly, but. <laughs> 
despite the fact that, yeah, we can look at it and go, <sighs> Luton-based ref, and blah, 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 mm. all of this, I think we still know that we've got square pegs and square holes, uh, square pegs and round holes, I should say, um, and that those people who were saying, well, I, you know, I'm really going to ask questions about Rob Edwards, it's quite right, they absolutely should do. Is everything perfect? No, there's reason to believe to ask that. But the, 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 the piece that's going to come back, and uh, our friends from Florida will probably echo this, uh, you know, uh, again, is the question is, can we say that the manager has been fully supported in what he has had to work with? We know there's had to be uh, kind of change in in the squad, uh, but it's taken an awful long time, um, and there are still areas that are that that are basically kind of haven't really been corrected. House, we would hope, will come in and, and and help there at the back, but you know. Fundamentally, if you were QPR and you looked at that game, you'd say stack out the middle because what happened against 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 West Brom because we'll overrun them in midfield and they won't have enough to break us down. And when 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 we get the ball, move it quickly and move it right side if 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 the the left back Kamara or right side if he's playing right back because he'll bomb on and he'll leave space in behind. I think I think QPR came and did a job on us. To be honest with you, Mal, thank you, sir, as always, mate. Really appreciate it. Cheers. Let's just quickly have a look at some of the comments that made. Uh, Gary Wilson, <laughs> Gary, are we not supposed to be trusting the process? Are we not supposed to be trusting Edwards? Were we not suggesting if we spend a couple of seasons in the championship, that's okay? Yeah, it's that's a fair a good comment. Point. A lot that's of people good were talking point, about these things earlier on in the season. Um, in fairness, Gary then earlier said uh, about uh, about Richard coming on. Richard, uh, who's the QPR fan who came on earlier on and said, uh, this is exactly what football should be about being able to chat to opposition fans after a game and it's all good. And then he kind of, he kind of went back on his, not, 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 not back on his point, but he said massive week for Gino and Scott and the recruitment team. So, you know, absolutely, we've got to trust him. We've got to try and back him. I have seen some things on, on Twitter today which have been, you know, more questioning of Robert, Rob Edwards than people have said on here. People are quite rightly saying, well, this this doesn't seem to be working or we've been worked out and we haven't, been, we haven't done anything to counter what was happening in the game all fair and reasonable uh, opinions and uh, and observations. But, you know, just calling for him to go out doesn't tend to be what we see from here. If, if there is if there is what is perceived as the negative side, it's typically people saying, go and support Rob Edwards more, Watford FC hierarchy. Go and give him the players he wants. It's not people asking for, uh, for, for, for Rob Edwards to be leaving. So, you know, it's one of those. Uh, Louis Teixeira, how are you, Louis? Cher uh, had Sierra Elsa on toast today. I don't think we were awful, but our usual solid defence so far this season wasn't solid at all. House needs in desperately, and Cathcart come back, please. Kamara got called out of possession a few times too. Demma scored, though, so that was good. That's a nice point. That's a nice point to mention there. I mentioned Frenchie's comments uh, from, from a little bit earlier on. Uh, Nelly said, right wing back. There was a very good wing back called Laird out there today. Apparently, Edwards didn't fancy him, hmm. which is an interesting point. We we spoke to uh, uh, Richard earlier on in the weekend. He hadn't been that he hadn't been that impressed with uh, with Laird. Uh, the other one who was Kane Wilson, um, who I had a little look at to see how he was getting on. Kane Wilson, if you remember, was the Forest Green Rovers right wing back that was uh, the division. Uh, oh, sorry, League Two, whatever it's called, Division Four in old money, uh, player of the season. He played 57 minutes of league football as of the start of today. So he's not really necessarily pulled up uh, pulled up any trees. But uh, would he be better than Gaspar in terms of an option and giving us more more opportunity to to play the formations that he wants? Very possibly. Who knows? Uh, Jay Taylor said, "Still don't know what KMB does." Edward Zorn, as well as said, "How deep can we fall from here?" I don't think he's taking the uh, the, the 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 loss uh, very happily there. That will that will keep uh, Frenchy happy. No, he's he's definitely feeling it there. James says Ron talk sense the goat, and I think he means greatest of all time. Either that Ron, or he's just insulting you, which I don't believe is the case. How could it be, honestly? So look, it's been it's <laughs> everybody's going to be bad. It's always going to be win, good, lose, bad. There's always an element to that, of course. But if we look at today and we know what the what the gaps are in the squad, where we need to see players coming in who can perform better than, um, as as Rich called him, Cambacelli. I thought it was quite nice. Basically, genetically splicing Cabaselli with Cambasans. I thought it was nice. Cabaselli was odd. I thought that when it when the ball went to Sierra and to Cabaselli, we didn't have the passing security of a 
Cathcart in there. Cathcart tends to tends to you know he might have a he might have a glitch in him on a, on an occasion during a game, but he tends to give you something. He tends to give you uh, a little bit of solidity, a little bit of calmness, and a and a simple pass out. And quite often today we simply didn't we we missed that we missed that a a, a whole lot. So there we go. Anyway, we come to 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 Tuesday, which is going to be the hundred years of the Vic celebration. I presume we'll be dressed up as Newcastle playing Middlesbrough on that day. Yes, uh, we shall see. We shall see. Justin, you have resplendently gone and bought your third kit. Does it come up well? Yes, it does. Yeah, it's a really nice uh, kit, actually. Yeah, fits okay. It fits my <clears throat> size. So <laughs> last year I thought I had to go bigger than I am, but no, it fits my size, quote unquote. Um, I've got to say very quickly that I spoke to Jimbo today, squad number 84. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah he's with Pidge. He was, um, yeah, great to talk to. And a few other people came up and said I enjoyed the podcast. So it's been a great day apart from the result, I've got to say. Um, it's always nice to meet people that listen and they always give us feedback and stuff. So, yeah, if you do see us idling around the stands, come and say hello because it's nice to know where we're going wrong if if we are going wrong and where we're going well <laughs> if we're going right, you know. My, my mid-Surrey accent normally, that's fine. Guys, look, thank you ever so much for, for, for calling in. We're going to call it uh, an end at, at, the, at the bottom of this this half hour here now. But thank you so much. Um, it really, really is appreciated. What we try to be is not not by design, because anybody who comes on gets an opportunity to have a voice as much as we can make it. So we, we, we try not to be one way or another. Other people can allow themselves and have more time to do that. What we want to try to do is just be a barometer of how everybody is feeling after the game. We will allow, as uh, as was asked earlier on, if, if if there's opposition fans who want to come on and we know them and we think they're going to give us a reasonable, um, uh, you know, kind of neutral-ish comment from outside, eh, that's no problem at all. We don't mind that whatsoever. But that's what this is going to try and be about. It's going to be about trying to be balanced, try and get a, a barometer of where we are. Oh, sorry, I just realised we just got to have one person just who's still in. I thought we'd uh, thought we'd miss them. Uh, let's go to uh, let's, let's quickly go just before we wrap up. Let's go to John. If he's a spinning wheel of death is going there. John, if you hit the mic button at the bottom left. Yeah, hi, guys. You can kind of close us out for the – hello there. How are you? And uh, and what are your thoughts on uh, on Watford 2, QPR 3? Yeah, I think it was just a bit of a frustrating day, to be honest. So I'm just on the train on the way back to Leeds at King's Cross. If there's any announcements, apologies. And, and just once again, thanks again for a fantastic show. I uh, really enjoy listening to you guys. Um, I think there's just a few positives out of the game. I think um, – Joel Pedro and um, the young Colombian lad, Esfria, played really well. Um, yeah. I think that we just kind of, we didn't really kind of take the game by the scruff of the neck after the um, after the equaliser. We just lacked a bit of momentum. And sorry, yeah, Semmer, Semmer was really good. He seemed to be kind of getting a bit frustrated, but he seemed to be the guy on the front foot. I mean, it, in, in my mind, it would almost be better having someone as Semmer as captain today. Frustrated with Cabasele. I think that... Just a little thing summed up his game. Like, you know, we had five minutes injury time and um, he gave away a foul right at the end, which gave QPR like a minute and a half of time to kill. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just, I don't really blame Rob. I just think the owners need to just sort it out. I think they've been winging it and getting it away with for the last few years. I question whether Bio's a £5 million player and also um, with Minaj, it doesn't seem like the greatest signing. But I've, <laughs> I'm just frustrated. I've not seen a home win since... Uh, Fulham in the 4-1, Fulham in uh, 2019. So, you know, I thought it was a really good opportunity. You know, first uh, Saturday of the season when we're playing at home, the sun's out and typical Watford, we lose 3-2 to one of our sort of local rivals. So um, I, I don't think it's, I just think there's, you know, the club just needs to back Rob really. Um, and I'm just not sure whether that's happening. I just think they're making a lot of positive noises, but proof is in the pudding, surely. So That's a great shout. John, thank, that's a great sound. Thank you very much. Well, thank you, first of all, thank you very much for your kind words. That's really nice of you. We've kind of started the show with, with Ron, who comes on, and we know we know Ron's position on, on things around the regime. He likes to see a good Watford performance, you know. And we then had Greg on, and Greg was saying, well, you know, no, I'm, I'm not very positive today, which is unlike him. I think from the people who are in the camp that has been marked positive, if you will, a lot has been said about saying, look, the transfer window isn't closed yet. Let's not jump until we know exactly what's been what's you know kind of what's been said and what's been done, what's been finalised. We are now coming to the point where the rubber is hitting the road. 
in a week's time, when we're back on here, we'll be talking about what has happened in the transfer window rather than what could do. We know that there are deficiencies in the squad and we know that it's been a difficult week for, for Rob Edwards. You know, a, a, a point up at Preston when those two players up front, had they been on fire, might have, might have bought away with three points. Does, didn't happen. There you go. One of those things. We had a disappointing result and performance, but with a weakened squad in the in the League Cup. No biggie, really, not in the greater scheme of things. But today showed that actually with a reasonable squad that we could have reasonable amounts of possession, but when we don't put away our chances, we are so vulnerable on the counter-attack. And a team came and they figured us out and they did us, basically, for, for want of a better phrase. That happened in the, in, in the season where we did get promoted. But there are obviously concerns to make sure that whoever is in this squad come Friday morning or Thursday morning, I can't remember which one it is, has the capability to give a good run at trying to, trying to get us back up. But as Gary said, how fixed are we in terms of saying, no, we want to be committed to a project. We want to be committed to a manager and give him an opportunity and a chance to learn and a chance to grow and a chance to turn the squad over numerous transfer windows. We did lose at home, by the way, to QPR by the odd goal when we got up last time. So I'm not saying it's a lucky omen because let's face it, it's QPR, of course, is not a lucky omen. But it's one of those things, and we will see. Anyway, guys, have a lovely rest of the weekend. We look forward to seeing you on uh, on Tuesday. We will run a spaces straight after. Uh, I would like to say, because something I forgot to, to mention previously, last Sunday I went down to Grosvenor Vale in Ricelip Manor and watched the ladies' team play at Wheelstone FC, and they took on Gillingham in an absolute belter of a game and won 3-2. And the spirit and the camaraderie, and the, the determination to try to play against a really good Gillingham side, who had an excellent left winger, by the way, but uh, uh, enough of that already, who were really good. They're playing at Bridgewater tomorrow in their second league, uh, league game uh, down in what? That's kind of North Somerset way, something like that. So good luck to to uh, the, the women as they're playing tomorrow. And if you are around the following week um, for for season ticket holders um, for you know regular season ticket holders to get into Wheelstone to watch the ladies team is a pound. Which is, which is great value. Anybody who went there for the Southampton game, you know how easy it is. You know how easy the parking is. So let's try and support all sides of the club. Thank you so much, guys. We will see you on Tuesday. Uh, do feel free to follow us at do not scratch your eyes.com, the website, all of the various um, uh, links to everything, including Instagram, obviously Twitter, you know, YouTube, and, uh, and, and uh, uh, of late, Justin has been doing some excellent work on TikTok as well. I don't even know what TikTok really means, but there we go. I'm are. not sure I do, Peter, to be honest. There you go. If you want to see old people trying to get to grips with modern technology, go to our TikTok account. And you'll see how badly we're doing. Guys, have a great weekend. Have a great Saturday night. Come on, you ones. You ones. Podcast Network. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around, you've got your McNuggets share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? <whistles> At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery free in terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.